Hello and welcome to the Rebel Health Academy podcast. Woohoo! I'm here with Willow <laughs> and Tree. So it's just us two today. Um, but firstly, I'm just going to acknowledge um, the country and first traditionals people um, and the traditional owners of the lands where we live and work and recognize the continuing connection to land, water and community. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the important Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people continue play with um, play and loving care to the land and all that. We do. So, thank you. And that's, well, actually, Tristan said he had a good intro. <laughs> tree, so. <laughs> I was about to go into it, but I'm going to let him go. So it better be good. Well, I wanted to... <laughs> it's something to talk about. We, um, we're doing a men's retreat um, Ooh, that's it. coming up. And uh, without dropping too much that's going into that retreat, we are uh, bringing up some of the tools from the love languages. And um, I read this book myself about, I think, seven or eight years ago. And we just, we just, we're keeping a little bit dark but the, the three of us... Oh, yeah, there's a third. <laughs> there's a third. And we'll drop that later, but not now. Delivering uh, this event, the three of us just felt that this is some important stuff, the love languages. And um, I thought, I've got to get hold of this book. <laughs> oh, did you get it? And um, I've made a couple of phone calls and I've tried to force it into my life and it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> and today I was driving down the street and I felt pulled to uh, this home on Hewitt Street that has uh, some mm. free books. And mm. yeah, it's got a cute little chair. No way. Front. And I met the lovely lady, Helen. And I, I parked and I had a look and there was no Love Languages book <laughs> in there. And she said, oh, I... I don't even think I've got that in my library and, and she doesn't have it. So I've done everything I can to bring this book into existence in, in as quick a period of time as I can. And obviously I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to come when it's needed. I mean, the information's all been stored within me. And, mm. um, you know, perhaps it's just going to come out organically through what we all know as a trio in the way that it needs to come. Mm. So that's how I wanted to start the day. How do you feel about that? Well, it was a bit of anticlimax. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I thought you say you're going to find the book in that because I know where that where you're talking about, and I thought, oh wow, imagine it's in there. But yeah. I suppose I just got hooked on the outcome rather than the actual experience that you just presented with of the whole thing about listening to your body and mm. and. The, the knowing within mm. and going oh maybe I don't need the book because the love language book is telling me that I've got it inside me and I know that it's there and we've got two other people that to then explore it with and I suppose create your own love language in a way yeah, of knowing through the the divine or great spirit or whatever you're you connect to um, up there that knowing that will come in and and guide you mm. and this is this is how I feel about it Willow it's like you know the work that we've done together more recently and over the last few years I feel like it's all been this letting go stop forcing and mm. the real wisdom comes through me 
and um, I felt like this searching and forcing and pushing to get this book, even though I could easily just buy it and, and have it um, mm. on Kindle. I felt like I could call it into my world and I, and I really feel like the conditioning side of me to go and grasp at it mm. was what it was. It wasn't my instincts and being denied by... Uh, by nature and circumstance over and over again it's that reminder just let go <laughs> yeah let, yeah yeah it's part of my journey mm. and I think that's like for a lot of people isn't it and the, like you say conditioning and stuff like that and you know we've got these certain rules that we meant to live by like it starts when you go to school you gotta you know they just put you in this box and you gotta live like that and, and do all this kind of stuff and then when you get older you're sort of like oh wow actually I don't agree with that. Mm. How do I get out of that? And maybe it's not even not agreeing, but it could be. But maybe oh, it's yeah. that you just don't enjoy your life and you start questioning um, the way that you're living it and you realise, oh, hang on a second, I'm actually a product of my conditioning. Mm. And could I change this? Mm. Well, like, well, when you say conditioning, what do you mean? Well, I think conditioning can be anything from habits that you run over and over again um, or it could be coming from like you say the school system of um, being put in a box where okay from 9 till 11 I'm going to do my school work and then from 11 till 11 15 I'm going to have some recess and some playtime. and mm. before you know it um, you've got this six hour of structure which only includes a couple of 15 minute slots of play and a half an hour break to have lunch mm. and we live in this we get conditioned through habit of work study do stuff and the play and the relaxation and the rest which is so restorative and so creative mm. um, becomes an absent part of our daily lives mm. yeah that resonates deep because eh? like like and it then goes into your work life yeah um you know you got smoko then you go to work again mm. and then you got lunch mm. and then you might have ciggy break in the afternoon or a coke break or a chocolate break mm. or you know and then you go home and repeat and that's if you go from school you drop out at year 10 and you go and become a tradie but yeah. if you finish year 12 and then you go to university and you embed these habits of study 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 and work to actually make money all of a sudden you're spending 12 hours of wake time on the go doing stuff mm. well that's if you're you're a focused student <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's it but very quickly we can become into this work world which is 8 10 12 hour days of yeah. just go 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 mm. And, and not slowing down until we get to take a holiday. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so as you can see, we've talked about us going deep quickly. And <laughs> we've just jumped straight in there and gone deep. So um, today's podcast is just the two of us. Um, yeah. The willow tree, the healing willow tree. So um, it'll just be me and tree just riffing between each other um, and talking about this kind of stuff um, that we feel that is important and that people need to start awakening 
to and start looking at, oh, okay, am I living my one love and living the life that I want to live, doing what I want to do, or am I, like we were just saying, in this conditioning, robotic, mechanical way of living that, you know, we get taught, um, yeah, from day one, really. Yeah. Mm. And... um, and this is how we have conversations with each other. And these are the sort of conversations that we want to encourage um, people to have more of. Mm. You know, It's great to live on the surface and have joy and play and make jokes. That stuff is so important. Mm. And we do that. But also, you know, is there depth to your character and your person? And, you know, do you have people in your life that can challenge you on some of the habits and some of the choices that you make and go, are you living in alignment with who you want to be right now? Mm. Mm. It's strong, isn't it? Like, like, who are you? Have you ever, have you ever sat down and go, who am I? Mm. Like, do you have an identity that traps you into a, a corner and you feel like you're trapped and you've, you know, you um, maybe not living the life that you you love, mm. and then you're going out. You're you're on Facebook all day or Instagram or one of those social media things, and you're scrolling through that because you're trying to just get yourself out of work and not really. You're there, but you're not. And then you you know you get home and you start, you know, binge watching Netflix or drinking or taking shitloads of drugs that don't enhance your perspective on life um oh geez the list goes on you get shopping i don't know there's all sorts of stuff that you know we numb ourselves with to just get through life it's a hard place to be and you know that's a very real example of someone who perhaps identifies their whole sense of self and their sense of worth in their work mm. but perhaps doesn't really enjoy the work mm. um, all of your sense of purpose is coming from this eight ten hour job that is really not fulfilling your own sense of purpose and your own sense of self but you are getting things done you are achieving what the company needs you to do you just don't feel excited by it you don't feel buzzed by it yeah yeah Mm. and then to go home and have nothing else yeah Yeah, or that that like you could have a family and that like you know that that is amazing but because it takes so much effort to do what you do at work because you're there most of the time and then you come home and you got these kids yelling and screaming and crying and carrying on <laughs> like you know i've got two kids and yeah it's 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 hectic and then you get home and then you start yelling and shouting at them and then they become the problem but really you've got to flip it mm. And you got to look inside yourself and go, oh, hang on, what's, what's causing me to act like that? Because a lot of people don't want to go there. They don't want to flip the thing and go, and go oh, hang on, is this, is this my projection onto my kids or my dog 
or my cat or whatever wife partner and stuff like that and they'll just unleash on those other things on the you know spouses whatever <clears throat> and it's always their problem yeah instead of going oh hang on my kids are just having fun playing around laughing but that's uh, annoying me because I can't watch TV zone out and, and have my say my beer or whatever and then they're the problem instead of going well why why am I why do I want to zone out why am I why can't I start interacting with <laughs> my kids or my spouse or my dogs but all you want to do is you just want to sit um, sit down and just zone out because for most of the day you're not doing the stuff that you love mm. oh that gets deep <laughs> <laughs> that just well it's, a, it's about recognising that agitation and we've all been there where these circumstances happen and perhaps where we don't behave in the way that would be our best self we, we mm. don't get our best self across and it's like you say, um, if you can recognize that, even if, you, even if you snap and you ruin the mood, you can recognize that, hang on a second, mm. my agitation, I'm now projecting on other people and I'm ruining the energy of the mood. Mm. Um, own that and be willing to change it and have a look within. And it's like, yeah, if you're getting agitated at the TV being on or the kids playing or the dogs yapping in the room it's it's probably that the chaos on the outside is clashing with the chaos on the inside and we need some level mm-hmm. of like space and downtime and reconnection with with what's happening inside mm. yeah yeah and yeah we just don't do it do we I mean, we just we just don't bring that awareness to it sometimes mm. Um, like don't get us wrong like we still snap and I'll still shout and I'll still lose my shit and and go crazy but I'm but now I'm a bit quicker at recognising when I'm doing it Um, I'm quick to apologise after I do it yeah Um, and, and sit down and if it's at the kids I'll sit them down and be like, look, you know, dad shouldn't have done that. He's, um, it wasn't you guys. And, you know, and I'll sit down and just go through it. And I think they appreciate that. And then we have a hug and stuff and then they get playing. And then I go away and have some quiet time and go, okay, well, what was, what was that about, man? And then I'll go and and turn it in and, and look at it. Whereas when my, um, drinking was at the heaviest, um and my drug taking was I was blocking it. I didn't want to look at it. Mm. Um and so it was just that numbing of um yeah, that my inner chaos. Um yeah, so I could quieten down until I woke up the next day. Mm. Yeah. That's it, man. Mm. It's massive and you know you know, I think you touched on it beautifully with the forgiveness. It's it's like you, you say sorry, you ask for forgiveness, you show your human um, qualities and it's almost like um, smoothing out that surface, not just dropping a bomb, letting it explode and then dropping more bombs everywhere you go. It's like, mm. oh, gee, I've, I've dropped a bit of a bomb here. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. 
that's my bad, own that and mm. go and give yourself what you need. Mm. And also, you know, I think what else tends to happen is that we can catch ourselves before the bomb goes off sometimes and not give off so many explosions in our life. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that tends to happen as well. Mm. And, and can you give yourself credit for that when you do that? Mm. You know, can you acknowledge yourself for being, for growing? Yeah. Mm. Mm. And this sort of brings it back to what you said at the start is, is having your friends, having that good friendship and community around you. Like, do you, I'll say as a man, women, I can't comment on women, like women usually have groups where they chat and like, you know, you're always like, but especially for men, like, do you have that good core, doesn't it? Like it could be one person, it could be two, it could be three, it could be five, like, but those dudes that you can call up or chicks, Mm. like, man, I've got female friends that I'll call up and also, and go, look, I'm struggling right now. Mm. Like my head's all over the place. I'm snapping at anyone and then you just start chatting. Yeah. You know, and let's welcome women into this conversation because I coach a lot of women. I've got a lot of women friends and um, yeah, and they they do. They support us well and we support them and and they have their own girlfriends as well. but is it? It's the it's the question of is it? Do you have that depth with those friends? Can you be your honest self? Can you let the the darkest parts of yourself come out with them? And mm. it will they accept you for that? And also, will they challenge you on it when the moment is right? And um, I think that's really what we're calling for here, isn't it? For people to have that community. And if you don't have it, start fostering it perhaps by being more vulnerable with even one person. Yeah, yeah. Sharing some darker parts of yourself, accepting that we are all human. We, we do have that within us. We've got the dark and the light mm. and um, accepting that in ourselves and being able to trust that that other person can um, support you and you know, you'll find out pretty quickly whether they can or whether they can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, and if they don't, then, yeah, uh, uh, you know, as, as you get older, you know, yeah, choose your friends. Choose your family. Mm. Like, we choose, we start choosing our family. Mm. Like, we've got those, those close um, friendships and bondships and community. And if you go to a friend and... You go to do it and they're not quite ready to go there, then yeah, obviously they're not the right person to to speak to in the moment. So, you know, you might have to go find someone outside the circle. You might have to go find a, a different community. doesn't mean they don't stop being your friends. Like, don't, you know, don't misjudge that because, you know, they're in your life for a, a purpose. Um, they may stay friends, they may not. Like, I've lost lots of friends. Like, but, you know, but the uh, the true ones stay in your life and, you know, the, the meanings and then you'll get in contact with them again and, you know, that little conversation that you tried to have with them might have sparked something up inside of them and, you know, two years later down the track, they've also gone on that, that journey and path, so... Yeah, we just... We don't know what our contributions what effect our contributions have on the people 
who we relate to in our lives. And yeah, like you say, it's be willing to be vulnerable, but not everyone is capable of um, nurturing your vulnerability the way that you need it at any given time. Mm. So, you know, give them a test, give them a taste, see if they can handle it. And, you know, if they've got a lot of drama and a lot of chaos in their life, they might need a lot of support. Um, and it's no good giving your heavy stuff to someone who is chaotic and stressed out and struggling um, because they need nurturing themselves and they're probably not going to be able to take care of your needs um, mm. in that way, mm. you know. So mm. That's where, yeah. Well, that's is a, like you outsource a coach, isn't it? Yeah. You can. You can outsource a coach or you can have multiple friends and, you know, the, the balance of relationship is beautiful. Like how many times have you and I gone and um, we've needed to clear something? Maybe mm. we've known what it is. Maybe we've just known that we're a bit agitated and mm. it's like we can go and we can create that space for the other person to work through it. Mm. And mm. then... You know, you take different turns mm. or, you know, it can just be about hanging out and having some nice surface time. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. But I know myself when I'm quite agitated or when I need space that I don't, that's not the time to make myself available to support Will if he needs support. So, you know, if he's reaching out to me and I'm, I'm empty and distracted and, and need space and grounding and time alone, then... It's like, okay, man, like I'm here for you. Um, how's about in three hours time? Or mm. can we hook something up tomorrow? And mm. that's, that's really about managing your own self and your own energy mm. when we get into that conversation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just knowing yourself, know thyself. Mm. Which uh, through, you know, 18 years of coaching, I think I've done. And then just like, well, seeing so many people and just not knowing themselves is a massive massive thing we unpack it over time i think like i think sometimes some of the learnings that i've had about myself have come from just pure quiet reflection sitting down noticing the way that the day has unfolded and going asking myself questions like okay is that really you is that behavior really you is that drive really you is that energy you or is that just the like we talked about earlier the product of your conditioning or what you've learned that you need to be to feel safe in the world mm. and then the other way that i think i learn about myself is through uh my relationships and connections with other people um, and the way that they understand my feedback or don't understand my feedback or mm. the way that they feel or don't feel comfortable in my space. It's like, oh, what, what energy am I giving off that's making them feel uncomfortable? Mm. It's a chance to learn a bit about me, but also it could be nothing to do with me. It could be everything to do with them and where they're at in that moment. But, you know, people can be a mirror for us to learn from. Yeah, it usually is like, there's a, um, there's a saying going, going that <clears throat> whatever you don't like in someone is what you don't like in yourself mm. or it's what you do. Mm. 
So yeah, if, if anyone is triggering, triggering you with a certain behavior and stuff like that and it really gets you, then um, maybe you need to flip that mirror and have a look at why, <laughs> at why that's triggering you. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. And I think, I'm not sure if it's the same guy. It might be Carl Jung, it might not be, but mm. uh, we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. Mm. We see the world as we are. Mm. I might have butchered that. But um, <laughs> that's the essence of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Our view of the world and, and the reality that we're experiencing isn't the reality of the world itself. It's our reality, where we're at. If we're seeing chaos in the world, where our world is chaotic right now. Mm. If we're seeing love everywhere that we go and people being generous and cons- kind and considerate, then, um, you know, that's... Mm. that kind generous considerate part of us that's lit up and that we're aware of right now Mm. that's beautiful man Mm. it's good isn't it Mm. it's good fun yeah because it is like we we give off that energy and you're gonna get on that uh what is it sound wave vibration and it's gonna go out Mm. and you know you're not going to do it all the time, but if you can live in that place of peace, happiness, love, harmony, joy, harmony, you're going to tr- attract a lot more of that into your life. Mm. Like I know that for sure. Um, yeah, I know that through experience. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the best way to yeah. know, right? <laughs> That's it then. If you... um if you think this is woo-woo crap or whatever and you hear me saying like sound waves and bullshit like that, then, you know, it's true because how the hell do you receive a, a text message that, or a picture or a video from the other side of the world to here and you don't even know how it gets there? Yeah. Um, so, I think, like, if you are thinking that, like, you need to drop that perception and be like, oh, yeah, we're, we are connected. All of us are connected as, you know, as one. We're brothers, sisters, we're part of the earth, we're part of the sea, we're everything. And that's where we need to get to <laughs> as a society. We okay. need to get to that awareness mm. of our connection. We need to remember that we are connected. Mm. And um, because there's been a good job of dis- disconnecting us. Yeah. From, yeah, the, because if you start disconnecting and then the fear comes in and then you think you're not good enough and then you're like, oh, I need this and need that. And then you become more just a what, uh, uh, how would you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think in A Course in Miracles, they talk Mm. about basically two main energies or um, experiences of life an experience mm. of love or an experience of fear mm. and you know when we're when we're living in fear mm. um, and worry we're disconnected from our being which is pure love and pure abundance mm. Mm. perfect is that that's where you were going <laughs> yeah, right? yeah that's where yeah. yeah yeah so it's yeah and all these like you know you must have all this certain stuff like material stuff and then you feel down if you don't have it mm. but really if you if you think about it we have everything we need on planet earth 
right now. Yeah. And when you start thinking like thinking like that, like you could walk down the street and find food without paying for it. You could find clothes. You could find a house to, to like a roof to have over your head. Like it's all there. And if it's not there, maybe we don't need it. Yeah, it's just like the uh, the book of um, <laughs> what was that book? Uh, a Course in Miracles. No, no, no. Uh, which other book are you talking? The about? one you started off with. <laughs> the, one I the love language. Oh, That's the love his love language. Yeah, he couldn't find it walking down the street. He couldn't find it somewhere, and then. Yeah, that's you, it. Yeah, you just maybe we don't need it. Like, there's mm. so much that we are. Oh, that's my um, <laughs> tuna pasta bake. <laughs> Beautiful. It's got food on the way. But um, Thank you, so the the thing I want um for you to um, how do we get there though? How do we unpack all of this? Yeah, well, let me just say that um, the reason why we started talking about love and fear was because of this idea that what we see in the world is a great way of um, understanding where we're at and managing ourselves, and then sitting and reflecting on who we are and and who we're being mm. is a great way to also understand ourselves. Mm. and it is that that inward look that responsibility of ourself that checking in that allows us to then go and live a great life but also not cause a mess for other people in the way that we behave and the stuff that we project Mm. Um, because you know a lot of people think that they're great people and I think that I'm an or a pretty great person Um, but there's times when I'm just making my life and other people's life harder um, through my energy. And the more that I can tap into that awareness, own it and change it, the better. Mm. It's as simple as that. But how do you do that? But how do you do that? Yeah, that's the question. Like, that's, That's like the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think, you know, for... Most people that I coach and in my own experience, it's like having that awareness as a start. Like having that awareness that you're hungry, Mm. you can then go and make a choice. Okay, I'm going to go and find something to eat. Mm. Unconsciously being anxious and angry and, uh, and ravagingly hungry you're going to go and grab anything you can, but having that initial awareness that, oh, I'm noticing a little bit of hunger here, you can then go and make a good decision. But when it gets to that point of uh, raging hunger, mm. yeah, <laughs> anything yeah. can happen after that. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's hungry. That's hungry. That's hungry. Yeah. But how many people are hung, and I put in quotation marks here, hungry, but they're not hungry for food, but the food's going to satisfy them. Yeah. But they're hungry for something emotionally, mm. something fulfilling, mm. something um, love. Yeah. They're not getting enough love. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You know, there's all these things that we're hungry for, but 
food is a great drug to mask that hunger. So you know when we say we get bored, mm. what do we do? We're hungry. So we go eat. So is every time you're hungry, because it happens a lot in the day, are you, what are you hungry for? Is it food? Mm. Or is it um, a better job? Um, a better sleep pattern? A better, like the list, the list can go on. Yeah, you're hungry for connection. Are you hungry for a sense of purpose? Mm. Are you hungry for a sense of worth or value? Mm. What are you really seeking? Mm. If you're always snacking through the day. Mm. Mm. We're going to let that sit, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got a producer starting today. Yeah, so, we do. We've yeah, yeah. Producer. So we're going to introduce him here. He wants to say something, so I'm just going to let him say it. Because <laughs> he's... Um, it's Ryan. You would have you would have heard Ryan on our, um, our podcast number... S- uh... Ryan. How are you, mate? Very, very good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and producing. That's right. What episode were you? I think I was number six. Beautiful. Perfect. If I got it right. Yeah, yeah. But no, the way you were trying to look for it is actually grazing. Grazing, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, if you're always grazing, like on food and hungry and stuff like that, yeah, it's always... You're never full. Mm. Like That's it. right, yeah. Yeah, and um, I guess this is what we're looking. I don't guess this is what we're looking to establish through this self awareness and this inner reflection is what are we really looking for from our life, and is the way that we are going out and trying to fulfill it actually doing that? Or do we need to change it? Do we need to try something different? Mm-hmm. Mm. And how, yeah. And how many people get scared or feel f- fearful to go try that something different, like change jobs? Mm. Spice up your life. <laughs> if, the, if the relationship isn't working, um, just staying in it because it's comfortable. Um, yeah or leaving the relationship or doing more work in the relationship how many people are afraid to broach a com- uh, bro- broach is that the right word producer breach, breach. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to give you a new job title <laughs> yeah. um, breach a conversation that is you know bringing up a lot of discomfort and that might lead to um, some of that, some of that friction, perhaps some deeper level of responsibility within us that's mm. uncomfortable. Mm. Um, or who knows how that conversation is going to go down? Is it going to, you know, are we living quite a comfortable but unfulfilling relationship where to have more pleasure and more joy, we have to scratch down and uh, tap into some of the pain that we've caused and created in that relationship that's made it safer to just 
uh, move around each other on eggshells. Mm. 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 And that's not a healthy relationship in any way, walking around on eggshells. No. Just on any relationship. No, it's not. Mm. Yeah. So then overcoming fear and, and moving into this, this space of love versus fear and flipping the perspective to see, okay, this, is a, this might not go so well. Mm. This could be hard. This could be unfamiliar. This could um, bring up a lot of pain from the past. Mm. I may not know where this is going to go. But it could also be really great growth for me. It could be really great growth for our relationship. Mm. Leaning into some of this stuff could be exactly what we both need. Yeah. Let's go there. How do we get to that space? How do we overcome that fear? How do we flip that perspective? Yeah. And one of the challenges you're going to come up against is your ego. Yeah. Because your ego is doing everything it it possibly can to stop the change because your ego wants to keep you safe Mm. and your ego doesn't want to look around the corner or that brick wall and go oh yeah that's sweet around there we like it over there let's let's just go there they're like whoa 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 the ego will be like nah we're good let's stay right here let's stay here i know how to i know we can um go to work come home have a beer uh, watch a bit of TV, go to bed late, wake up feeling shitty, and just repeat that again. Um, Let's not be present in our life because it's way easier to be unconscious, depressed, <laughs> not deep rest, mm. but depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, disconnected from our emotions. It's much easier to disconnect. Mm. and roll through the motions than it is to be presently aware yeah and working through those challenges that come up Mm. so it's because yeah it's scary like you said before it's like you know stuff's going to come up that could have happened in your childhood and it was traumatic and you've just shoved it way 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 down and then all of a sudden um uh, you've got like it's so, like a story has happened you've seen something and it's aggravated something inside you and you know and then like we were saying before you're agitated but you don't know why you're agitated mm. but what it is and and you keep disconnecting from that but if you stop and look and start processing it um it happened to me the other day um something happened during the day and it, it reminded me of my childhood and damn the next two days was hell mm. I was like, just bubbling inside. There was something inside me like moving around and wanting to come out. The kids were agitating me. Um, My work was agitating me. I was just like, and I love my kids. I love my work. And I'm like, lucky I've got the awareness now to go, oh, hey, what, what what is this? What, What is this inside me? And I was able to go down to the beach, get connected with nature because that's what I do. Nature is, well, we are in harmony. <laughs> and whenever I want some answers, um, some questions answered, 
I'll get in the bush, I'll get in the beach and I'll go, go ask these questions and, and then just sit with it and see where it comes, like what comes up, what comes up inside me. So I've got all this going on. The first day I was hell, I wasn't even going in and asking the question at nature. I was just like, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, like, come on, Will. I think it might have got to the end of the day or actually it might have been the next morning. I was like, right, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to work through, sift through this. And, and I did. I, I went down to the beach and I found like I'm, and I'm walking there and I'm like, okay, where's my spot I'm going to sit? And I get led there from nature and I sit down there and I ask the question that comes up and then I sit with it and just try and be quiet to feel the answer and stuff like that and you know lo and behold guess what it comes up Mm. you know that conversation that I had with that person just brought this emotion up in in me and if I wasn't aware of my body and how my body worked and why I was and wanted to to know I could have easily just you know just kept numbing it drinking and oh this will pass i must be i must be getting sick or i must be um i don't know whatever oh the kids were being annoying oh yeah the kids yeah. were be- yeah yeah like, that's blame it. it blame it on yeah someone else yeah my wife was bloody nagging me to get shit she's got her to-do list and I <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry jess <laughs> but it's not it's not it's it's none of them it's um you know it was with me with this this thing that came up and because i was like okay I knew my body, I could flip it and, and start looking inside and going, okay, what, what is it that is triggering me? And I went down there and it, it was, it was a, it was an old child memory and it just brought up a whole heap of emotions. And then I chose to let it go. Mm. I'm like, that doesn't serve me now. I don't need that anymore in my life. Um, and it was just the perfect time to cut that tie and and let that go and I and I just chucked it out to the sea and then off it went. Um and it was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Like so good, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it like <laughs> you know, that could have taken me months and years last like back at the start of my journey. Yeah. Um but you know, obviously I've done a lot of, it's training as well. This is training. Like you've got to learn how to go, okay, something's going on here inside my body. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to recognize it and then you're going to want to have to deal with it. And then you're going to want to have to ask the question and listen and see if you can find the answer. Yeah. And, and you've it, built that muscle around not only doing that process, but also trusting that the answer that comes up is actually serving you in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, sometimes that can be quite frightening and scary. Um, and, you, like, it comes up and then, like, I, you know what, at the start of my journey, you know, these... So I would have, I would have done everything um, that I said. The answer would have come up. I would have shoved that right back down <laughs> and then come back up here. That's not me. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's That's only for weak, like weak men, weak women. Like I'm not weak. I'm strong. I'm like, I can handle this. That, that, that emotion, whatever, boom, straight back down, come back up here. Still got pissed off with the kids, started drinking and then I spiral out of control 
and then I have a massive meltdown and I'm like, okay, <laughs> it might be something else. You know, that can happen as well. Yeah, and, and that's where you've come from. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's, um, it's, it's that those building blocks that have allowed you to change your habits and your behaviours and your, your character and your whole way of being really to mm, be... Mm someone who's so much more on top of it and at peace and harmony with yourself mm. and and more pleasant I'm, I'm sure for the people who are a part of your life too yeah yeah I think so I've come in at the right okay. time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you got the yeah the, <laughs> when I'm clicking on it yeah, yeah. but before that like you know yeah wild crazy didn't want to deal with my emotions would do fucked up things I would hurt people it was all about me I was selfish I was fearful I was scared I don't think this can go on YouTube now it's not suitable for kids yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's okay yeah we often do that yeah um, well I think one of the um, things that I want to jump in with if it's okay it's um, that you know there's moments in our life that we've all trusted our instincts mm. like whether it was an urge to go to the toilet and we went to the toilet mm. and didn't pee ourselves or whether we had an urge to go to the toilet we ignored it and we peed ourselves <laughs> like it's still a inner moment of knowing it's like okay i knew something then mm. you know and then we can grow that trust in ourselves uh through those instincts mm we mm. have that feedback system talking to us all the time and we get to grow that muscle by just being aware of it and mm. acknowledging it. It's right there. It doesn't have to be a big thing. And trust your instincts. Exactly. Yeah. Trust your instincts because well, it doesn't have to be oh, some massive thing that you achieve and now I can trust myself. Yeah. And here's, here's, the, here's a question. When do those instincts get turned off? Because there's a time when you start getting told, no, that's wrong, and it has to be this way. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely people and places and institutions and things that we can, we can blame and we can focus on that. And, and I think everyone has that in their life. Mm. There's no doubt about that being a huge conversation but I think what's going to empower us forward and what people can experience right now is just actually taking that, that first look at when did you trust yourself? Mm. When did you trust yourself for the first time or when can you remember trusting yourself once? Because this is a big part of our program is just, you know, we do an hour live training on acknowledging yourself, mm. don't we? Mm. About... Mm things in your life, moments in your life where you were in tune with yourself, where you were trusting your instincts, where something happened and worked out amazing and, you know, you're a part of it. It's like recognising the greatness of you. Because mm. if, you, if you look at little kids, they, you know, they do what they want because that's what they feel. If yes. they want to mm -hmm. do a tantrum, they'll do a tantrum. If they want to eat, they'll eat. If they want to sleep, they'll sleep. Yeah. Um, it's expressing. Mm. Yeah, and it's... And we just lose that over time. And, you know, we, we get caught up in our head. Like, we have to think about everything. But we have this little brain in our gut. Mm. 
like I think we've got more neurons like in our gut than we do in our brain. Yeah. And then we do a pretty good job of eating the wrong food to destable that that brain and not look after that 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 brain that's in our gut. And then once that gets and that's another way of disconnecting with that thing is that you got to feed yourself with good nutrients. If you really want to keep going into this disconnect, it's like, <laughs> I'll <laughs> yeah. go there with you. Yeah. But it's like, um, also, instead of trusting our gut, we've got to look at Google for everything. I mean, how much these days mm. do we have to look at our phone or get the answers from information? I know it's the information age. But what about the trusting your instincts age? What about that inner deep knowing? Mm. Like, where did that go? It's okay to have information at our fingertips, learn new things. How else are we going to know that there's more bacteria? What did you say about the gut and the brain? I mean, these fun facts Mm. can be exciting and interesting and, and give proof to what we already know and allow us to believe things. But they don't have to be the be all and end all. Mm. Do they? No. no and no. I think sometimes we use them as that. Mm. Yeah. Too much. Way too much. Of what? Explain that. Well. Explain that. Let me give you something that's useful and simple. Mm. Um, let's go out to a cafe. Mm-hmm. Let's go somewhere that's got a really nice vibe maybe an outdoor space for the dogs yeah what about just being led there what about just being guided what about just putting it out there that that's what you're seeking putting that energy putting that intention and just seeing what cafe you roll up at Mm. like why do we need to google it and and what's to say that that's gonna like Mm. why do we need to spend this time can't we just Mm. trust this inner guidance system that we've put out that intention and we're going to be led there you know we put a seed a tomato seed in the ground we know we're going to get a tomato plant do we need a google to see if the tomato seed is actually a tomato seed Oh, depends where <laughs> depends where just, it comes from. Can, can we just <laughs> yeah. can we just wait and see? That's that, that, that's the a lot tomato vine grows. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you know, sometimes we need to see are the seeds that we're planting honest seeds? Are they fruiting? Are we fruiting the seeds of what we want to fruit? Mm. Mm. You know, where is our intention truly going? And that's our life is showing us that. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I've answered your question, but I feel like I'm dropping some bombs. Yeah, no, <laughs> it did because it is. It's just trusting mm. your knowing and instincts of yes, this is right for me. So remember that that is for you, not like n- not everyone. Mm. But yeah, is that right for me? Is that the place I want to go? Is that you know? And then yeah, you've got your A team around you, so you have to yeah. When you know that's your immediate people that are you know always around you, and you've got to make these choices and gut instincts. And usually, you know, when you are making these decisions from the from your gut and the knowing, and you're in harmony and loving and peace, most of the decisions are going to be awesome, and they're going to help everyone. 
but when you make the decisions from fear and in your head and googling and stuff and Mm. you know and i've got to have this and that that's when those decisions might not actually hit the the point um and might not be the thing that helps your a team and then stuff just goes crazy and gets all balls up and and done and does that make sense yeah i think so i mean it's just come to me another simple example of like even with you just asking me before like what cup of tea do you want because like i may not i don't need to know all the cups of teas that exist on the planet Mm. i don't need to know that i feel like something sweet and then go and google all the sweet types of tea and then make a decision from Mm. there Mm. it was like just you know here are your three options or as as simple (laughs) as you did it and you said hey smell that and smell that which one do you want and it's like okay Mm. i want that one yeah your body tells you what it needs yeah there's something in it it knows Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I want to, I know that we've covered some good stuff and hopefully people have got some real great value out of this, but I want to wrap this up and get to the beach with my wife and spend some good quality <laughs> time with her. <laughs> that's, it. that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what it's, that's what it's all about is, um, is having a great life and, um, spending it the way you want. And, um, you know, I don't want to leave without mentioning that you know, part of the program that we're developing is an opportunity for people to deep dive into some of this stuff um, and have our support through the process. Mm. Because I think one of the challenges is, is that we sit down, we have this awareness, we might realize that, oh, we're not, we're not living the life that we want to live or our choices are having an an impact on the people around us in a negative way Mm. and it's very easy to become hard on ourselves and judgmental and and to not have that support that you need Mm. um can just lead you and lead you into a darker place and um you know what we've been creating for people is the support and the system to actually be able to work some through some of this stuff systematically and then have the Mm. support to then move away from system and nurture the person how they need to be nurtured. Yeah, and yeah, uh, the biggest thing is like the system, like get away from the system and then just tap into your knowing. Because mm. we, you know, you're the, you are the guru of your own body. Like, who am I to sit here and go, I know you? Yeah, structure only gets you so far. It gives you some sort of framework so that you can tap into something that's living there. Mm. And then, yes go within and, and find those answers and, you know, allow us to guide and support what to do with that or to be a reflection or a... Well, it's just allowing us to awaken your awareness. Yeah. Like, and then and then you take the leads from there. And as, as you said, we'll help guide you through the process. And then at the end of the day, you're your own coach, you're your own guru. Mm. Um, and the, the things we'll have in place will just help just guide you and um, get you there mm, that's right mm. so uh, yeah if you're interested in being a part of that process then hit us up because it is a 12 week uh, process at the moment and um, there's so many different ways that we can tailor it to suit your needs yeah. but, uh, right now we're just looking for those people that are committed do need the network and recognize the value that 
uh, we're looking to give is something that feels really important and right for you at the moment. Yeah, because we, you know, we dive deep in. We've got six um, foundation principles, shall we say. Um, you want love. That's living your dream life. Yes. Overcoming fear once you actually know what your one love is and what you want for your life. Overcoming the fear that uh, may be sitting there um, through the conditioning so mm. that you can step into that. Yeah. And acknowledging yourself for all your greatness and, you know, stepping into that worthiness. You know, you, you know what your one love is. You overcome the fear and move out of fear. Now you want to move into a sense of I'm actually worth it. Mm. Mm. And then, you know, we call a thing called four doctors. And this process is, you know, Dr. Quiet. Do I get me time, alone time, meditation, Dr. Happy? You know, that's your one love, movement, my legacy. And then you've got Dr. Movement. Yep, I think I've said that. And then what's the other one? Dr. Dr. Movement and Dr. Diet. There we go. Then we've got Dr. Diet and that goes into what goes into your body. So it's just not food and all that. It's all the stresses. It's all the chemicals. It's like, you know, so much. And the thing is, is we were going to create our own names around this, but then we just, we realized that Paul Check's already done it and it's already fantastic. Mm. And um, we're going to acknowledge him mm. and basically use this principle of yeah, the four doctors the four doctors um yeah. to tailor it in and tie it all in together um which is just wonderful really it's just a great way of assessing the whole human once you've moved through that process yeah and yeah and become <laughs> awakened and then the um yeah that's the and then at the end of the thing we we get you to ask deep questions we have a, a well we have a goal setting one first which is number five so sorry <laughs> you know we get to set goals around basically anything that we want to anything that lights us up but it's not just your old business goal setting or sports performance goal setting it's goal setting in a way that moves you that inspires you that connects to your five senses it connects to your emotions so that when you read it and when you speak it you come to life and your goal comes to life within you. Mm. It's beautiful. So, that's a fun and unique um, and challenging process for a lot of people as well. Yeah. But um, great stepping through that and then, and then we do. We go into the, the question and answer and, you know, how can we be of more support to you or is there anything here that um, we can tap into again or what's coming up for you now that you've been through 10 or 11 weeks of the program and, and how can we walk you forward and yeah and help move you to the next stage that's it and then you get on each of those topics you get two weeks to work through that and then we move on to the next well builds on to the next and it's just a, if you thought that was deep then <laughs> imagine what we'll do in an hour with one topic yeah and yeah. then two weeks to work through it two weeks to work through and, and also the um the seven chakra meditations, which is a beautiful way for you to tap into different aspects of what you need. Mm. Um, so it's a beautiful program. And if you're interested and you'd love to be a part of it and you feel called to be a part of it, then um, we ask you to trust your instincts, um, get in contact with us and start that journey. Beautiful.
All right. Thank you for listening. Love Thanks you for all. listening. Yep. Thank you, Ryan, for being a part of today. And yeah, yeah boy. Us. Thank yeah. you, brother. You're very welcome, guys. That's it. Thanks, Willow. Thanks, Tree. Peace, health, and love. Speak soon.